Greetings and blessings, and welcome to episode 25 of 5050, a look back 50 years ago and a countdown to my 50th birthday celebration. I'm your host, Jason, podcasting from my new secret bunker in Denver, Colorado. Thanks for joining me. There have been few words spoken by politicians that have haunted me as much as these ones from Vice President Kamala Harris. You know, for years and generations, wars have been fought over oil. In a short matter of time, they will be fought over water. Her matter-of-fact delivery of this message was downright chilling. As though this was something as certain as the sun coming up in the morning. Might as well get used to it, folks. Wars over natural resources are here to stay. And the human cost? Well, never mind that. Nearly 20 years ago, Paul Roberts published a book called The End of Oil, analyzing the economics and politics of oil. Although he wasn't the first, many other experts since then have speculated on exactly what a post-oil world would look like. Are we ever going to see the end of the current world reserve currency, the petrodollar? Why is this post-oil world taking so long? One of the most striking examples of how the economic power of oil was wielded came in October 1973, when Nixon asked for and Congress approved over $2 billion in arms to Israel. The U.S. has always taken its side in Israeli-Arab conflicts, and on this particular occasion, the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, decided to flex its muscle with an oil embargo of Israel-supporting countries, including the U.S. Of course, this had disastrous effects. The United States had to resort to oil rationing. Lines at gas stations were impossibly long. Higher petrol prices led to higher prices for other goods, a lower standard of living, and high unemployment. Many businesses failed, and those who depended on oil to heat their homes during the winter months were hit especially hard. Although the embargo only lasted until March 1974, it did not achieve its goal of altering U.S. foreign policy. According to USAFacts.org, since 2000, over 70% of annual American aid to Israel has funded military efforts. In 2019, a record 99.7% of the $3.3 billion in U.S. aid to Israel was for its military. As I record this episode, there are 20 days, 4 hours, and 3 minutes until my 50th birthday. To help me celebrate, check out next week's episode's show notes. See you next week.